Hey, Jacob. Yeah? We got to tell the listeners about Beerez Coffee Company. Oh, their coffee for gamers by game. That's them. 100% free trade Colombian coffee brewed right here on the Gulf Coast in Pensacola, Florida. You know, that sounds perfect for all night gaming sessions, no matter what kind of gamer you are. Video games, tabletop, card games, B-Res has what you need to keep sharp. They got all kinds of flavors to choose from, like good for gaming light roast, or my favorite, the Necro Medium. You know, I like a good dark roast, like critical gaming dark. You can even add flavors to your coffee, like iCast Fireball, which is a fireball whiskey flavor. Yeah, and if you can't decide what you want, then just try out their specialty sample pack. Look, whatever your coffee of choice is, they've got you covered. Head on over to brezcoffeeco.com and use the code OMPODCAST at checkout for 10% off of your order. This brand new episode of the Open Micros Podcast is brought to you by that dirty... Filthy motherfucker, BJ DeBlow. He knows exactly what he did, and he would have started his own podcast, but he's too chicken shit. And if you like Jay, but think he's too good looking, try the Gesture Sport, hosted by Jay's fat twin, Mr. Mike Evelyn, found wherever podcasts can be downloaded. And also, shout out to our Patreon supporter, Mr. Derek Diamond. Thank you so much for supporting the show. And let's start the episode. time for the open micers podcast my name is jason robbins i'm jacob craig i'm more yoked than the egg tray out of continental breakfast <laughs> do you like running yolks or no uh you know what it depends it actually depends on the dish i think i, I like uh, to i like to sop my uh my toast in it so here's the thing right if I have a giant plate of breakfast, I like a runny yolk because then I can just dip everything into the runny mm-hmm. yolk. If I'm eating like eggs in a basket, you know what eggs in a basket is? No. Okay, so eggs in a basket is where you like you take a cup, right? And you put a, a hole in a piece of bread and then you fry an egg oh, yeah, in the bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never yeah, had like, that, but it sounds great. Well, I like that hard. See, I like to have a runny, good fried egg with a, a runny middle, over medium, as they call it, and uh, yeah. chop it up and put it in my grits. That's Ooh. really good. My grandma yeah. taught me that. But I can't eat eggs anymore. I've developed an allergy. So uh, I forgot about that. It you are sucks. so, you're I, so not yoked. I love eggs, but I can't have them anymore. It sucks. <laughs> I hope I never get old enough to just randomly be allergic to something. I know. It was, allergic to. It's just like, it just happened. And I used to eat eggs. Like, I would just boil a dozen and have them in the fridge. And I would just take, like, one or two of them to work and eat boiled eggs first thing. And, the, like, that was my breakfast every day was boiled eggs. And, like, I can't even have them anymore because, like, I, if I <laughs> eat an egg, I will shit out my kidneys. No kidding. That's the oldest thing I think I've ever heard you say. <laughs> I'll just boil a dozen eggs and have them in the fridge. I did. I would get a whole dozen eggs. I'd boil them. And then just like in the morning, I would just grab a couple of eggs, take them to work, shuck them, <laughs> and eat yeah. them whole. Are those easy on your dentures? Yeah. Yeah. You know, got to eat the soft food. Soft. And I like my, I like my food soft and my candy hard. 
Would you, you like, like some hard candy, Sonny? Would you like some... <laughs> you want a Werther's? Would you like a Werther's, Sonny? Oh, hey, man. don't knock the Werther's, though. Werther's are good. I don't know. I, I, I don't dig hard candy that much. Really? Yeah, I'm not a big hard candy guy. I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm not old enough. I don't know, man. Have, have you had a Werther's? They're really good. I've had a Werther's. You know what I do fuck with? Strawberry bonbons. What's a strawberry bonbon? Like those those things, like those those candies that come in a wrapper that looks like a strawberry. Oh, I thought those just appeared in my at grandma's yeah. dick, uh, candy dish. Like I didn't think you could actually buy those anywhere. I thought they just like some kind of grandma magic. I shit you not. One time at college, I found one like in the grass that was still wrapped up, <laughs> and you and ate I it, unwrapped you? it and ate it. Yeah, oh, dude! It was still in the wrapper, <laughs> but still. Someone just dropped it out of their pocket. <laughs> it's mine now. You, you dirty, dirty kid. That's well, gross. Look, I didn't. I didn't get anything from it. That's where strawberries come from. Strawberries come from the ground, and so do strawberry bonbons. You know where strawberry flavoring comes from, right? Strawberries? No. Where? Strawberry flavoring comes from uh, the anal glands of uh, like raccoons or some shit. I'm not joking. We can look this up. Hold on. So you're telling me I can eat a raccoon's ass. Yeah. And it will taste like a strawberry bonbon. Where does strawberry... Don't put it past me, Jason Robbins. Don't challenge <laughs> me to eat raccoon ass. All right. I'm Googling it right now. Uh, Let's see. Wait, isn't it beavers? Doesn't Craig have a joke about this? Yeah, I think it's from, like, beaver anal glands or some shit like I that. I think it's beavers. Yeah, it is beavers. It's uh, flavors coming from beavers glands. Caster glands. Which is in their ass? <laughs> it's, it is... <laughs> Hold on. Let me... Okay. Uh, this is from chefsresource.com. Uh, let's see. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we are talking about glands located uh, near the beaver's anus. Yes, you read it correctly. The anus. Um, let's see. Uh, beaver. The story of beaver. Uh, hold on. Uh, is it an old wives' tale or does it really come from beaver's anus? Uh, <laughs> the scent produced by the beaver's tail have represented prized fragrances to perfumers throughout the centuries. Uh, let's see. Beaver's bodily secretions don't contain any foul-smelling bacteria like humans or other animals. Um, so there may, that may be a link between certain berry flavors and beaver glands. Uh. <laughs> Ooh, baby girl, you smell as good as beaver okay. ass. A beaver has two glands known as castor glands. They're located in between the kidneys and the bladder. The, uh, this is not far from the beaver's anus, which is where the hysteria comes from. The castor glands are, in fact, entirely separate from the anal passage, but still, it's close enough. So, beaver's farts smell like perfume? I guess. So, if I eat beaver ass, it'll taste like strawberries. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> uh, let's see. It, it is yellow in color and has an almost buttery, butter-like quality and texture. <laughs> <laughs> buttery mm -hmm. beaver ass. Yeah, that sounds. Name lovely. of this episode: Buttery Beaver Ass. Buttery Beaver Ass. Mm. 
Put that on toast. Mm-mm. <laughs> Put that in your grits. Ooh, that's gross. Like, how did what somebody you... figure that out? They're just like, <laughs> like cutting up a beaver, and they're like, hey, this kind of taste. What were they? Is it like the frontiersmen where they're like killing beaver for beaver pelts and meat? And they're just like, hmm, this, this part kind of tastes and smells like strawberry. Like, yeah. How do you figure that maybe. out? I don't know. I feel like freaks have always existed. So it's like the first person to milk a cow, the first person to lick a beaver's asshole. Same boat. Yeah. Like the first person to look at people like udders and be like, I'm going to fucking touch those. I'm going to touch those until something squirts out. I'm going to drink that. (laughs) I'm going to suck on that. You know what? You know what this would be good for? Cereal. Let's make let's yeah, invent right. cereal so we can put this in there. What do you uh what do you think about the debate that everyone's been sparking up lately about whether or not sugar goes in grits? Okay. Uh we've had this discussion uh in the Nerd Cave Retro Discord uh the last couple days. Okay. Do not if anybody listening to this, if somebody tells you to put sugar in your grits. They are not from the South. They are sent from hell, and they are not your friend. <laughs> I don't even feel that strongly about it, because I don't even fuck with grits that much, dude. Dude, I love grits. Like, all, I, all grits need, all it needs is salt, uh, salt and pepper and some butter. That's it. That's all you need to make good yeah. grits. You just need to get your own personal balance. See, when people get, like, bland grits... From the restaurant, they're like, oh, their grits are gross. No, you just, you have to season them to your own personal taste. Yeah, but I mean, to me, it's like, I have to make grits taste so much not like grits for me to enjoy them. <laughs> I might as well just not eat grits. That's you why you I mean? should, next time you have grits, make up a, uh, an over medium egg and throw it mm. up in there and, and, you know, cut it up and it's, it's awesome. That is true. I, I will say one time not too long ago. Actually, the last time I went to Waffle House, uh, the waitress was hitting on me and gave me free grits. So uh, <laughs> I'm actually the mayor of Van Cleef now. That's what that means. How come you're getting free grits? I don't ever get free shit from Waffle House. Dude, look at this face, baby boy. You know why I'm getting free grits. <laughs> That's a face that says, give me free food. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is, girl. You can keep your number. Give me the grits. <laughs> She's like trying to pass your, her your number. You're like, no, just give me some grits, baby. Just give me some grits. And what? And like, she didn't even like, like, I didn't instigate this at all. I wasn't like, what can I do for free grits? I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't decide between these two things. And she was like, well, the only real difference is this comes with grits. So I'll just give you free grits. And I was like, what's your uh, go to when you go to Waffle House? What's your go to meal? My go to is, is one of two things. Either I get the two egg breakfast with a waffle on the side, or I will get the Texas patty melt with the bacon on it. I usually get the all-star. The all-star, it's got like one of everything. And I'm a big boy. So when I go to Waffle House, I'm going to do it right. I'm going to get the eggs. I'm going to get the toast, the grits, the the, uh, bacon, extra crispy. and uh, Because that's the only time I ever eat real bacon is when I go to Waffle House. And What, What do you eat that's not real bacon? Turkey bacon. 
Oh, get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> I you actually can. I actually prefer turkey bacon to real bacon. I've never yeah, been a but... fan of pork. My whole life I've never been a big fan of pork. But I like turkey bacon better because it's not greasy. And I yeah, when the... I go to Waffle House, I make them like make the bacon extra crispy so it's not greasy. Yeah, here's the thing though is you're wrong. <laughs> I might be wrong, but me personally, I don't want dude. greasy pork. Look, it, I will I will take turkey bacon if it's available. If you have both bacon and turkey bacon, I'll get them both. But if my options are either turkey bacon or bacon, dude, no brainer. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Give me that bacon, daddy. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like a good slice of bacon here and there, but I, it's not something I want to eat all the time. If I want bacon, I'm going to have turkey bacon because it's not greasy. I don't like grease. Grease makes me, uh, gr- greasy meat <laughs> makes me, uh, want to vomit. Like, that's okay, why here- I don't like, like, pork chops and stuff. Like, I can't stand, like, pork chops and stuff like that. What about this then? Have you tried, um, baking your bacon in the oven? Uh, I think so. That that makes it way less greasy because the grease just comes into the it just drains into the baking pan hmm. and I might and have to it's, try it's, that yeah it's a lot less greasy than frying it that's what we do is we just we put the bacon in the oven hmm. bake it yeah because I I don't like bacon in the frying pan because there's always like you'll get like one part of it's crispy and then the other part's like that chewy fat piece and I'm just like I don't want yeah. that at least with the turkey bacon it's like evenly distributed crispiness throughout yeah i mean don't get me wrong like i i'll i'll fuck with turkey bacon but but you got to get the right kind of turkey bacon though i get the uncured turkey bacon and it's uncured. cut thicker and it and it cooks more like actual bacon what was this like a terminally ill turkey <laughs> yeah uncured. It's, uncured it's like it's cancerous turkey I can taste the tumor. <laughs> taste the tumor. <laughs> That's gross. Taste the tumor. Alternate title name for this episode. Yeah. Taste the are you tumor. writing that? Are you writing these down? <laughs> I should. Uh, hold on. Because I'm not going to remember. The tumor. Buttery. Beaver. Butt. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I, but but I always have to get the uh, the waffle when I go to Waffle House. Yeah, dude, you can't go to Waffle House without getting a waffle. Like it, it, it depends on the time of day, right? Yeah. If I'm going in the morning, of course I'm getting breakfast and getting a waffle. If I'm going really late at night, of course I'm getting breakfast and getting a waffle. But if I'm going like lunch or dinner time, I'm gonna get my my burger, my sandwich. Yeah, I like to get a good cheese uh, cheeseburger from Waffle House and yeah. uh, get the 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 um potatoes the hash browns extra crispy with cheese yeah that's a good stuff how do you order your hash brown just regular with cheese crispy with cheese i order mine um scattered covered smothered and chunked i think yeah ham cheese onions but i always make a mixture i like uh, ever since i was in high school I used to make, I, I make this mixture of mayonnaise, mustard, and ketchup, and uh, put that over my hash browns. Fucking gross, dude. I used to do it in high school because it was the only thing that could cover up the taste of uh, cafeteria food. 
Yeah, I didn't even mind cafeteria food that much when I was in school, to be honest. Were I didn't you know one of those better. weird kids that liked cafeteria food? Uh, and I don't know, maybe other high schools, uh, uh, school systems other than mine actually had decent uh, school lunch. Ours was horrible. It sucked. I hated it. Yeah, I mean, we had good days, you know, like the burgers weren't that bad. It was made. You could taste that it was a soy burger. But I mean, who fucking cares? Yeah, we the pizza have, was like, good. Yeah, another reason I hate meatloaf is because they used to do meatloaf all the time. But it was like this dark brown brick of just looked like a turd. Like, why would anybody want to eat that? Hey, meatloaf worked hard to give you that meatloaf. <laughs> I feel like that's a good conspiracy lunch, theory. But I won't do that. I feel like a, a conspiracy theory that should exist is that all meatloaf comes from the singer meatloaf. Meatloaf? He just hacks off like a butt cheek. Yeah, something like that. Or you just like, I don't know. Or you, I don't want to think about he it. He just eats a lot of meat, and it's like what his turds consist of, just meat. Yeah, yeah basically, <laughs> just real meaty poops, and that's what Ew. meatloaf is. But I hated that's school like a, lunch, though. I couldn't stand school lunch. So every, every time I would actually get school lunch, I would just make that mixture so I could just put on everything and just not taste it. What was good that we had that I would fucking shank somebody over was stromboli dude Dude, we never had anything that fancy you never had stromboli when you were in in school no we barely got pizza you know what stromboli is yeah okay yeah stromboli was where it was fucking at dude i'll I'll kill a stromboli right now like i love stromboli but we never had anything like that in school that in school is the only time i've ever eating stromboli i don't know where else i could get stromboli Dude, you can go to like any pizza place and get stromboli i might need to try that then just walk into a pizza place after some did your school did they still do this shit when you were a kid because back in the 80s and and the 90s when i was in school they would always make this nasty concoction as a side dish that was like shaved uh carrots with mayonnaise and raisins in it this was that, all dude. the time. This they had this no. every day as a side dish in the cafeteria. I'm like, who wants to eat this nasty shit? Like, why would you serve this? I I only ate lunch. Maybe I could probably count on both hands how many times I actually ate lunch when I my entire like high school uh, career. And most of the time, I would just save my lunch money. And give myself a migraine from not eating throughout the day. Yeah. Yeah. See, I went to school uh, during the Michelle Obama reform period for the school lunches. <laughs> oh, back when they actually gave a shit about your nutrition? Basically, yeah. So basically, like, the only thing that changed really was that uh, we had to get a vegetable on our plate. We didn't have to eat it, but we had to get a vegetable on our plate. <laughs> but we live in Mississippi, so French fries counted. Really? <laughs> yeah, french fries and tater tots counted as a vegetable. Wow. So, if we had, so we would have a burger and fries, and we wouldn't have to get a vegetable because the fries counted as the vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love Mississippi. That's <laughs> awful. God, we're so dumb. Yeah, I know, right? <sighs> like, you know that they did that just to be, like, anti-Obama. It was like, the fucking french fries count. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn liberals! Remember, when we used to have health class. Uh, we had uh, uh, we. I took health class as an elective 
uh, in my 11th grade year. And we actually had to have it in the cafeteria because there were no, no more <laughs> classrooms available. Yeah. I remember we were in there in the morning. It was like first or second period, probably second period, probably. And we could hear them back there like cooking lunch and stuff. And I remember one morning we're sitting there and like right up above the door um, where you would, you remember that little area where you would go and just, and drop off your tray and the little window. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right up above that window, there was like two giant cockroaches just like chilling <laughs> on the wall. I'm just like, yeah, I'm never eating at school ever. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we had, nice. um. We had cockroaches in our cafeteria when I was in school too, but we called them lunch ladies. <laughs> but I, yeah, dude, lunch ladies were so fucking mean. Were your lunch ladies mean in school? Oh, yeah, they were terrifying. They were horrible. Like, like literally, I would like ask, and I'm in I'm in high school, so I'm old enough to understand what's acceptable to ask lunch ladies. And she, like, I give her my lunch number, and she pulls up my account, and I ask how much money I have in my account. And then they were just like, bitch at you. It's like, that's for you to find out. That's you should need to be keeping up with that. I'm like, okay, so I'm just going to come to school one day and be like, Hey, I want a lunch. And they're gonna be like, Nope, you don't have any money. You so, should have kept up with it. What did your parents have to like preload money to school or something? No, you give them the money, but I was just asking like how much money was in my account and they would never tell you. So I just have to fucking guess. See, we didn't have that type of stuff. It was either you just you either had lunch money or you didn't. One of the two. Yeah, well, my parents would give me like $10. Or you were one of the just... poor kids that got free lunch. Um, no, I got discounted lunch. So, but my my parents would give me like $10 to give to the people and then that would ask me for however long and like, "Well, give let me know when you need more lunch money and I'll give it to you." But yeah, I never kept up. With it. See, it was nice when I was in elementary school because my mom was a, an assistant teacher when I was in elementary school. So I and for like and she was an assistant teacher for like kindergarten. And mm -hmm. so uh, during lunch, I would just like go to her room and they would always have like awesome snacks in there for the kids. So that's what I would nice. eat. <laughs> yeah, it, it became a lot different when I got diabetes because everyone like coddles you when it comes to food. <laughs> He's like, is this okay? Is this enough? Do you need this? Do you need something else? And I would just fucking play that card, oh, dude. I'm sure. One time in like the eighth grade in my science class, I got like super mad and I threw a desk. And then I was just like, my blood sugar was high. <laughs> you can get away with anything at that point. Anything, dude. Anything. Like take a bite know. out of a teacher's leg. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm sorry, my blood sugar was low. My guidance counselor told me one time when my sugar was high, she was like, well, you should eat peanut butter because I heard that peanut butter levels out your blood sugar. I'm like, you realize that like it's high. If I eat anything, it's going to make it worse. <laughs> peanut butter is not a cure for diabetes. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? No, what I need is insulin. Yeah, exactly. Functioning pancreas. That's what I need. Talk to me about the peanut butter later. We'll cut something out. We'll make a deal. <laughs> we'll figure out what we can do with the peanut butter. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, man. It was um, great when I was in, uh, I think it was ninth grade or 10th grade when I took um, home ec. Because then yeah. we started being able to cook in class. And that yeah. was awesome because we were making like 
um, monkey bread and stuff like that. And so I would just eat like in, in home ec class. So that, that gave me lunch for at least a semester. Yeah, we had the options to take those kind of classes where they teach you how to cook and all that kind of stuff. But I never took them because in the class that they, they taught you how to cook and everything, they also had you had like a week where you had to carry around a fucking baby. They never did that stuff for us. We're so lazy at my school. Like when I took PE, we didn't never did anything for PE. PE was basically just study hall in, in the, uh, the, the gym. And then I took home ec. The only thing they did was teach us how to cook like basic stuff. And we would just eat like in the class. They never taught us how to sew or do any of that type of stuff. The only class, the only elective I took that I actually learned something in was typing. And I was the only dude in class and it was awesome. Yeah, we actually, um, I took typing as a required class in the eighth grade. So I think they still require that for like middle schoolers to take. They don't uh, require, they didn't require that when I was in, that was an elective when I was in school. Yeah. Which now, I mean, you know, that's something that's really important now. Like (laughs) you can't, you can't live your life if you don't know how to type on a fucking computer. Yeah, I feel sorry for all the, uh, the jocks that thought it was, you know, stupid to take typing. Like who's the smart one now, asshole. Yeah. Well, I feel sorry for everyone that like, you know, went to school before the nineties. Like, fuck (laughs) my, my parents, they'll chicken pet, you know? Yeah. They'll just type one key at a fucking time. I'm like, you're not, you're never going to get anything done. Yeah. Never. You might as well just, just write it on a piece of paper and see what happens. This is a good episode. I haven't thought about school in forever. Yeah. I haven't wanted to think about school in forever, but you know, what's weird. Lately I have been having a lot of dreams about yeah. the lunchroom when I was a kid. Wow. I don't know why. Like, I just dream I'm, I, I'm, I dream I'm, like, at lunch <laughs> during school, and I don't know why. Is it a wet dream? No, it's just I'm at lunch. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I go through the lunch line, I get lunch, I sit down and eat, and then the dream's over. That'd be a wet dream for me. Yeah, well, for you, yeah. <laughs> Just get lunch and then wake up with cum in my pants. I wonder what would happen if I just showed up at my old high school and just like went to lunch one day. Whatever. You would probably get tackled by the police. What do you mean? <laughs> what are you doing? I just want some lunch, man. Yeah, dude, I'm glad I graduated high school and I did because um, my old high school, they started like when all the school shootings and stuff like were like big. Um, they hired a fucking third party security company to do security at the high school. We used to have like, security too. We used to have police officers at the school. Yeah, that's cool. Like, go ahead and have a police officer at the school. We had police officers at the school all the time, but they hired like a third party, like security agency. So there's just these random dudes with guns walking around, no badges. Hmm. And they're, they can't police people. Like, they can't be like, hey, slow down. I'll be like, hey, fuck you. What are you going to do? Shoot me? Go to jail, prick. <laughs> like, what's why? What, are they checking IDs at the door? Like, what? <laughs> well, they're just there because, like, if there's ever a school shooter, they're going to, like, everyone's in the mentality around here was like, well, if there's a school shooter, we need guns on campus. Like, that's the only reason they're there. But they also have, they're just random dudes with guns around all these children. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, because that, that's what you want. 
that's a good learning environment. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I haven't even brought up a single one of my bullet points, by the way. <laughs> I, I made a whole list. I made a whole episode outline. And then we talked about school lunches for 30 minutes. Um, dude, the show last night, uh, I had a lot of fun. And um, I don't know how you felt about it, but uh, one of my old high school teachers actually came to see me do comedy. Yeah, you were talking about that. <laughs> how how she, fun is that? How did she like it? She loved it, actually. She really liked it a lot. Uh, and she was one of those high school teachers where she's the same age as my brother. So, like, she's not old at all. I mean, she's 29 years old. So, oh. like, she's... She's not like a prude or anything. I was, I was say, like, this one of my teachers thing. showed up. That'd be a miracle because they're probably all dead right now. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> your teachers are long gone, bro. <laughs> they, they are teaching worms, dude. God, you're lucky you had young teachers. All my teachers were like, you oh, know, yeah. 80 year old ladies <laughs> when I was in school. Dude. Yeah, I had such a crush on her, too, dude. Everyone did. I mean, you have a teacher that's in her 20s. Oh, my God, dude. But um, no, I, I actually told her when I was in her class that I wanted to be a comedian. And this was when I was 16. So the mm -hmm. year before I started doing comedy, so what, like uh, six months ago. Yeah, like six months ago. Um, and, and she actually loaned me a book. She loaned me. This is a book by Dimitri Martin. Oh, that's and, cool. Uh, yeah, I know. So teachers can actually impact people in a positive way yeah so she's so. decided to make you poor the rest of your life <laughs> yeah that's true but but also i you know i can't imagine me being a person without doing stand-up comedy now yeah. so. i that thought it was an okay me. night i was i don't know i was in a funky mood last night and when i didn't really have any kind of plan <laughs> when i went on stage i just sort of went up and rambled and uh i don't know it was it was. It kind of worked out okay, I guess. I thought that the crowd that was there was pretty receptive. Yeah. Yeah. Dicks out for Gooter, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking love Gooter. I gotta. I need to. I, I need to look back through some of my uh, my journals and and get some good Gooter stories. Yeah, definitely do more Gooter material. I, just because I like saying Gooter. <laughs> Tell everyone who Gooter is if they don't know who we're talking about. Gooter is the, uh, he was the um, roadie for Paul as well. When we went out on the road, he went out with us. And uh, so he was basically our errand boy all the time. He helped us unload equipment, set stuff up. He ran our merch tables. Um, he was an, he, he was our, he was an employee of um, not only us, but of uh, Imprint Records. And his name was Gooter. And we had lots of adventures together. Yeah, man. Dick's out for Gooter, am I right? Yeah, Dick's out for Gooter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Might try to get him on the show. Yes, dude. <laughs> Please. I would love to talk to Gooter. I haven't seen him in probably, I think the last time I saw him was about five years ago. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's been a while. Does Gooter have any little Gooters? Yeah, he's got a kid. And uh, oh, wow. last I heard, he was living in Florida, so I okay. might have to look him up because uh, he's—I don't think yeah, he's man. on Facebook or anything. So I'm gonna have to go through different real life channels to to get a hold of him. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's not that easy. You can't just Google Gooter because then that's not gonna be what comes up. <laughs> what was it was a takeoff on his his last name. 
Okay. <laughs> now I want to Google Gooder and see what comes up. <laughs> I might, might do that before bed tonight. <laughs> Google Gooder. No, no on my luck, he might actually to. listen to this show and he'll be like, hey, you were talking about me. You want me to come on the show? Yes, we would love for Gooder to Hell come yeah, on, dude. We want to have some Gooder stories. We can do that for episode 100. I've been, I've been, I started planning yesterday episode 100 for us because it's, it's about 10 episodes away and 12, I want to do something really special. 12 episodes away. This is episode 88 right here. So 12 more. We're at 100. Yeah. So I'm going to start planning now and seeing uh, what all we should do. If anyone out there has any ideas, let us know. Email us at uh, openmarkerspodcast at gmail.com. And uh, for, if anybody has any good uh, guests you'd like us to get a hold of for the show, let us know too. Email us pop uh, pop culture palette. Why do I keep wanting to say we're pop culture palette? Like I'm you live s- in 2015. Exactly. Open micers podcast at gmail.com and uh, give us your suggestions. Cause uh, um, we've been trying to come up with a list of who we want to talk to. And um, yeah, I keep saying like the same three people <laughs> over and over again until we yeah, get which, them. Which I can't get on, by the way. I feel like I've gotten really crafty in in obtaining people's contact information, but I've contacted Kyle Kinane and Zoltan, who are two people that you wanted me to get on, like multiple times, I think, actually, and I don't think they're going to come on. Well, I really want to get Andrew Heaton on the show, so if anybody's got a line to Andrew Heaton, let him know. We've emailed him. And uh, I haven't heard back. And he's really, I mean, he's a comedian and he does his own podcast. And uh, so he's very receptive to other comedians. So I don't know why we haven't heard back yet. I was going to message him on Twitter, but he doesn't have his DMs open. Okay. You should check Instagram. Instagram DMs are always open. Okay. I'll do that. I don't know. I'm not sure if he has an Instagram, but I'll check. That's a trick of the trade for anyone wondering. Look at Instagram. Look at the DMs there. Um, I want to get Leland Sklar back on the show because I want to talk to him about yeah. music stuff. That would be awesome, dude. Yeah, I've um I've tried contacting him since he he came on our episode just to um I don't know I don't I don't remember why I think I I, I wanted to talk to him about his um guitar that was at the Hard Rock in Biloxi. I like, oh, sent him yeah, that yeah, picture yeah. and uh, didn't hear back from him. So. I still have uh, Jake the Snake Roberts card downstairs too i need to email him and uh, ask him to come on the show that would be excellent we should definitely do that you're opening for mick foley dude why don't you ask him to come on the show yeah i mean i guess we'll see (laughs) what (laughs) yeah we'll see you know yeah yeah i am i am opening for mick foley i'm really excited about that um that's my goal with that is i'm going to um Try to just basically make friends with Mick Foley. Like yeah. I'm gonna just try to be friends <laughs> with him because uh, he's he's coming to uh, the Alabama Music Box February 10th, where I'm opening for him, and he's also gonna be at Pensacon this year too. I think he's still gonna be at Pensacon. There have been a few guests that have dropped off, but um, yeah, I'm gonna try to hang out with him both places, and then just be like, hey man, if you know you know I ever need a good road opener or whatever. Yeah, because he does a lot of shows. At least he's. Yeah. Used to before the pandemic. I'm sure he's going to get back to it. Yeah. Um, Krangus has actually worked with him before and he said that he's a super nice guy. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure after I work with him and everything, he wouldn't uh, mind doing me a solid and coming on the podcast. That'd be cool. I'd, man, I'd be so, uh, I'd be floored if he came on the show. I love Mick Foley. 
Yeah, I actually reached out to him uh, through email to uh, come on the podcast, but um, and see, we, and, you know, doing got, stuff in person. Is we got our business cards coming in soon too. Uh, I, I'm get getting them. In, I put a rush on them so we get them before Pensacon. I want to try mm-hmm. to get the million dollar man Ted DiBiase on the show. Is that how you say his last name? Yeah, you didn't know it was DiBiase. Thought it was the base. <laughs> Have you have you never seen old like wrestling videos? No, I have. I just thought it was you know Ted DeBase. No, it's Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase. Okay, so I'm gonna call him Ted DeBase. Just so you call yourself a wrestling fan. What is? I don't actually. I'm (laughs) I'm prominently not a wrestling fan. Believe it or not. That's so weird. Like I picture you to be like I picture you to be like all into wrestling and you're not. No. No, not at all, dude. No, not at all. Like I I asked to open for Mick Foley because like, I knew somebody that that told show was me to draw a out. picture. If somebody told me to draw a picture of a wrestling fan, it would be you. <laughs> I know, but I'm not. I'm so not. There are a few wrestlers that I like though. Like just as people or yeah. like just as figures, I guess. So like I like Mick Foley a lot. And I like uh, like Cody Rhodes and I like Chris Jericho. That's about it. I mean, I, I really don't give a fuck about wrestling, to be honest. Yeah, I loved wrestling up until like 1994. And then I just fell off. I just stopped watching. Yeah, I'm not going to talk to Mick Foley about wrestling, which I, I, I hope will be refreshing for him. Yeah. I, I mean, I watched him. I watched him, <clears throat> him and The Rock a little bit during that era because he was the only wrestler that like I gave a crap about. And uh, so once he pretty much once he was gone, that was it. I stopped watching wrestling. Yeah, no, I'm 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 more of a fan of him as a person because I've seen him like on documentaries and stuff. And he was like really funny, like on all these documentaries. And I'm like, wow, Mick Foley's funny. And I had no idea that he even did stand up. Did you ever see until I saw um, him booking shows? You ever see that documentary Beyond the Mat? I've I've seen it. I've seen a, a bits and pieces of it. Yeah, that documentary is great. That's all about a lot about him and mm-hmm. uh, the shit he put his body through and his family through. Like, it's a surprise he's not dead. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. I um, it's gonna be kind of surreal seeing him in person once we're in a green room together. Yeah, but I think I'll get over it. But it's definitely one of those people where like. I got a text back that I was opening for him. And then I, I caught myself like dancing in front of people. How much is the show? Do you know? Uh, like how much are tickets? Yeah. Uh, 30 bucks. Oh, damn. I thought it was gonna be like 10, 12 bucks. Oh no, baby. No, it's $30 general admission, $75 VIP. And you better get them now because those tickets are going to sell. Uh, out. I know. I was, eh. I just That's why I asked to be on this show. To be I just, honest, I don't have the money because I, you know, we got Pensacon coming up. I've got Derek yeah. Diamond's uh, wedding coming up, and I like. Oh, uh, when is that happening? Uh, I think the wedding is in April, and okay. uh, the wedding party getaway is in March. Oh, okay, <laughs> that sounds like fun. Yeah, in Orlando. Okay, are you guys going to um like Universal or? I think Disney so. I'm not quite sure. Okay. Everything's been it's so weird with COVID and everything, so it's like hard to plan stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's probably why I wasn't invited. Because <laughs> you're not in the wedding party. Yeah. 
Oh, it's for the wedding part. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. All right. All right. I understand. Yeah. Uh, you ready to go and start wrapping this thing up? We're coming up on 40 minutes and, uh, yeah, we can, we can start wrapping it up. Um, I wanted to mention too, that, uh, I'm not going to be hosting at the juke joint very much longer. I'm, uh, going to be not doing that. And I'm going to be hosting a new show every Monday, starting February 28th in Biloxi at a bar called temptations where the wayward Kraken used to be. That's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be a fun little thing. And our, our, do we go ahead and tell them who the headliner is for the first show? Yeah. Uh, First show we have Wally Phelps coming back to headline. So yeah, he used to host uh, all the old Kraken comedy nights. So he's going to come back and headline. I'm going to host there every Monday. And uh, yeah, so it was fun hosting at the juke while while I did. But um, I asked him to come on the show tonight, and he was going to, but he just moved and couldn't find his microphone. And he said he had like twenty two boxes to look through to try and find it. And I was like, "Well, yeah, don't worry about it, then." Yeah, it'll be all right. Maybe we can get him on for the uh, bonus episode this month. Yeah, we can do that. But uh, yeah, I mean that's going to be fun. It, it's it was cool hosting at the juke joint, but that wasn't exactly like my room. Like so many other people have fucking hosted there. Yeah, and um, it'd be cool for like me to be the one and only host of this thing so far. So I'm excited to do that. Also, I finished The Sopranos, and um, let me tell you, you were right. Tony Soprano is a fucking bastard, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I told what you. What the fuck? <laughs> Like it's it's one of those things where like he's the protagonist. Like you want to sympathize with him, right? Like you want to like this guy. Mm-hmm. At least I do. And then he just does shit. That's so much spoilers if you've never seen The Sopranos. But he just like when he killed Christopher, that's when I was like, oh, he's just a shit person. <laughs> like why are you going to fucking kill Christopher? That's why that show is is why we have you know the anti-hero TV heroes we went through for such a long time you know with like breaking bad and things like that yeah straight from tony soprano at least like you can root for walter white a little bit right like just a little at the beginning (laughs) then he killed a kid yeah or like or almost killed a kid yeah that's true but yeah dude like i i I was all in on it was like tony soprano he's just misunderstood and then he kills his fucking nephew and then i'm like all right no he's a fucking bastard dude (laughs) he is an asshole yep but i still love that show though yeah it was fun i need to watch the movie but it's not streaming anywhere i still haven't seen the movie and to be honest i really don't have a desire to because i i've heard so many mixed things about it plus you know it's just i have such a the Sopranos like hold such a like a good memory in my head of that show i don't want to do anything to taint it yeah, I, I want to watch it just because I'm balled deep into it. And like, I don't have any nostalgia surrounding The Sopranos. Like, I just watched all six seasons. Yeah. So I want to f- watch the movie to kind of finish the puzzle piece, I guess. Yeah. I may. And watch Joey Diaz. Yeah. And Joey Diaz is in it. He plays Big Pussy's dad. That's fucking great. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. His name, his name, his character's name is Buddha. Oh, all right. Big Pussy's dad is Buddha. Joey Buddha Diaz. Pussy. Buddha Pussy. <laughs> Alternate title name. <laughs> Buddha Pussy. <laughs> uh, we can't well, put that on YouTube. <laughs> let's go ahead and, and start wrapping this thing up. Um, I personally don't have anything to 
to throw out there at the moment. Um, we're still waiting on the video from that we did last week, and as um, soon as I get that video, I'm going to start booking shows. And um, we have Pentacon coming up, and that's pretty much about it for right now. Yeah, man. And for me, like I mentioned, um, the date of the Mick Foley show is February 10th at the Alabama Music Box. You can get your tickets at www.alabamamusicbox.com. And you should get them right now because that show is going to sell out. It's a matter of time. 100% going to sell out. So go get your tickets right this moment. Yes. But uh, you can go ahead and email us at openmikerspodcast.gmail.com. We're at openmikers on Instagram and Twitter. Openmikers.com takes you straight to our Patreon where you can uh, give us a couple bucks a month or just a dollar a month. And that'll give you access, early access to the episodes and our extra content every single month. So let's go ahead and get out of here. We will see you guys next week.